0: Hello and welcome back to the Working On It podcast. My name is Sylvia and happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a great day and a great week so far. As you can tell by the title, I thought it'd be fun to do a little Q and A it's spend a little while. And I asked you all to ask me some questions about anything or everything on the podcast Instagram, which is at working on a podcast. So definitely, if you want to be a part of the next Q and A, or I also ask like a lot of audience feedback and polls on the Instagram. So definitely follow it. There's also the podcast Twitter, which I have not been utilizing as much because, to be honest, I don't remember the password, so I haven't been able to log in on my phone it's only logged in on my laptop and who uses twitter on their laptop i mean if you do then like cool but like why you know so yeah I would definitely recommend following the Twitter because I do tweet the new links to episodes and stuff every week it's just I'm not as active as I would be on the podcast Instagram with like the words of wisdom and like the Friday focus or do I call it focus Friday something like that but I don't know I've just been that's on a hiatus a little pause for now because I'm still trying to revamp the Instagram get a little theme going on so that segues and leads me into a new segment that I want to implement into Episodes each week, and that is what I'm hashtag working on, and because you know hashtag working on it. But anyways, um, that's what I'm working on. I'm definitely trying to up the podcast Instagram game, get the Twitter going. So yes, I think it'd be great because next week I'll be able to update you on what I've been doing and working on last week, and then so on and so forth. So it'd be great accountability for me on my end, but it'd be really cool either via Instagram or Twitter to let me know what you're working on as well. So. that we can keep each other accountable and you know maybe hearing what other people are working on will inspire you to create new goals and all that good stuff so with all that being said awkward transition here we'll get into the q a Alrighty, so thank you again for everyone who asked a question again definitely follow the podcast instagram at working on a podcast if you want to be a part of the next q a but for this segment because i don't want to make it too too long i'll just answer a couple of questions so moving into the first one someone asked where do you find the motivation to keep up with school life and work p.s illy and to this individual love you the most you already know your fam but um where do i find the motivation to keep up with the i don't even know this is a great question because i never actually really thought about it but reflecting for a hot moment and you know recollecting my thoughts i think that i have different motivations for school life and work and so as y'all already know i want to be a elementary school teacher. I think I mentioned it in one of my first episodes. Okay, so we're just gonna go on a little mini rant here because whenever I tell someone and future elementary school teachers, like if you're going to school to be a teacher, like I know you can relate. You know, when someone asks you like, oh, what do you go to school for? Like what do you want to do after you graduate? And then I'll be like, oh, like I want to be an elementary school teacher. And their initial reactions are always like, oh, thank you so much. Like, and then it always goes to like, oh, like, I, teachers don't make a lot of money and they should make more money and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know if you're trying to relate to me because this is not helping. Like, I understand that, like, I will not make millions of dollars as a teacher. But it's like, I don't need to be reminded of that, like every time I tell somebody I'm going to be a teacher. Like in conclusion, it's annoying. I think all future teachers know that they're not going to make, you know, millions and trillions of dollars. And we don't go into the teaching profession because we want to be billionaires. And you know, I to each their own because there are people who go to school or pick careers because they enjoy making money. Obviously, who doesn't? But I think if you want to go into the field of teaching, you know that you're not gonna make a lot of money. And like for me, I don't necessarily care. I think that the That's just not something that is important to me. Like, yes, money is important to me, but like, it's not important to me in finding a career. I'd rather pick a career that I love doing every day than like picking a career where I hate my life. And sorry for the, sorry, but not sorry for the little rant. It's just like, if you have friends who want to be future educators, like don't even say stuff like that. Like they're not gonna say anything, obviously, but like, it's just really offensive to say all that because like, we know, like we know. Kind of tying that back into the question, like, what is the motivation to keep up with school? And I would say for school, it's just knowing that when I graduate, I have the privilege of becoming a teacher and teaching the future leaders of America. And, you know, when I was in elementary school, I definitely saw teachers in the building who yelled at students, were mean to students. And for why? Because they had behavioral issues? Like, they're kids. Like, that's definitely something that ruffles my feathers. And this is, I can get on and on into all of the grievances I have with the public school system, but... Overall, what motivates me to keep up with school is knowing that when I become a teacher after I graduate, I get to make sure no student ever feels dumb because they asked a simple question or, you know, just they know that a teacher won't yell at them for getting the wrong answer. And I'm so excited to, you know, keep an eye out on my classroom and my students and see who likes who and make sure that their partners, like I assign them as partners during group work. Like that's what I wish my teachers did. So that's definitely something that I'm going to do. I'm going to be, I'm going to play matchmaker. Honestly motivation for life has to do with my spirituality and I think it's different for everybody But me personally, I think it's really comforting to know that the universe or god or whatever you believe in has a plan for you And just seeing that, you know Everything works out in the end and that your life and what you're doing the path that you're on leads to something So I would say that definitely motivates me to continue on And even if i'm going through a dark time knowing that, you know, the sun will rise again or like the tunnel. What is it the light at the end of the tunnel or like the words impossible includes i'm possible like stuff like that You know all the tumblr quotes or whatever just knowing that life gets better and that there is a plan set out for you So that's pretty comforting and for work, you know, i'm working retail right now It's not my career. Like i'm just doing it part-time and i'm really grateful So what keeps me motivated with that is just knowing that I have a job And that i'm making money and that I get to spend said bag later, but yes, thank you for that question It was very inspiring insightful question and it got me thinking. It really did. So moving on into the next question, someone asked, talk about anything but being an orientation leader. So no shade, no tea. I guess I do talk about orientation a lot. Anything other than that, I would say, oh, um, I got a new coffee order. So right now at Starbucks, I get, wait, let me pull it up. So to preface, I saw, did I say that word right? Preface? You know what I'm saying. So I saw this post on Instagram of a barista she like had the recipe or whatever or or what to order at starbucks to get a vietnamese iced coffee and vietnamese iced coffees are so i've had them since essentially i came out the womb like they're so good i get them all the time and it's basically like a drip coffee and like the coffee drips down and then you mix it with condensed milk and it's just the flavor is so it's really like concentrated so it is pretty high in caffeine like you will (laughs) start like twitching but I've had it like three times this week and I refuse. I mean, I have the dripper thing. I'm Asian. So like I have the little drip thing at home, but I refuse to make it because I know I will be making it every day and that's just not good for my body. But yeah, super good. Definitely recommend. Like I dare I say this coffee is like top tier coffee, like better than Starbucks. And I stand by that. It's so good. You know, I don't love dairy and, you know, condensed milk. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I will go to Starbucks and try this drink and I got it and it did not taste anything like a Viet coffee and I should have read the comments because the next comment by the poster like underneath the original post comment was like oh like mind you I don't know what a Vietnamese coffee actually tastes like but I'm assuming this is how it tastes like oh like ah! That actually bothered me anyways, uh, yeah, I should have read that but I got the drink and I tasted it It did not taste like a viet iced coffee, but why do I kind of like it? So again, definitely try this drink out and I did modify it because they used half and half But yes, I would definitely recommend and would I get this all the time? No. Have I gotten it all the time thus far? Yes. So it is an iced shaken espresso. I get a grande and I add soy milk and two pumps of classic and one pump of white chocolate mocha sauce and there you go. Again, does not taste like a Vietnamese iced coffee. So please do not go around telling people that's what it is and please go to a Vietnamese restaurant to try said Vietnamese coffee because it will change your life. But if you're at Starbucks, definitely try this out. It is pretty good, but you know, I wouldn't get it all the time and it's maybe because this is a really side note, but I think it's because I order on mobile. So they charge me an extra 70 cents for like the syrups and stuff, but I don't know if it is different in store because they don't charge me extra for like soy milk or like syrups or whatever in the store. So yeah, definitely keep that in mind as well if you're ordering on mobile, but definitely try it out. Sylvia approved. So yes, moving on into the final question I will be answering today. somebody asked, what's the tea going on in your life? And that's so vague. I wish you followed up with like specific aspects of my life. Like were you talking about school, love life, podcast life, you know, overall I'm just coolin'. I just started my summer course and it's pretty hard. It's a four week vibe. So basically they're taking one course and fitting a semester's worth of stuff into four weeks. So, and it's like online. So it's definitely challenging because I have not found the rhythm I mean it's only been like two days but like you know the motivation to get work done and you know I know I need to so I'm definitely trying to work that out but that's about it so far definitely follow the Instagram once more at working on a podcast if you want to be a part of the next Q&A anyways for the last couple of minutes in this episode I definitely want to talk about this YouTube video that I watched this morning that came across my homepage or whatever and it's From a YouTuber by the name of Hannah Elise, and the title was "College Was Not the Best Four Years of My Life, and That's Okay." And basically, in the video, she talks about her college experience and why she feels that way. And I definitely recommend watching it. It's only ten minutes, and it was pretty insightful. But you know, after watching that video, I'm not gonna explain or anything because you should definitely check out the video. I'll have it linked down below. But I don't know. It just got me thinking, like it really brought me back to my freshman year of college and how I felt going into college. Like, yes, because everybody tells you, and you know, Hannah mentions that in her video, like everybody tells you that, ooh, like college is the best four years of your life. You're gonna have a great time. And I think that's just so like, in lack of a better word, like toxic to tell someone who's a first year going into college because then they have this pressure to make these four years the best four years of their life. And if they're not having a great time, then they're doing it wrong. Because I guess like the idea of, college being the best four years of your life is like the stereotype of yes i'm going to go to college and party all the time and like join a greek life and you know make a lot of friends blah blah blah. but that's just not the case for everybody and it's important to remember that not everybody is an extrovert and not everybody wants to be a part of all these organizations or not everybody goes to a four-year university like maybe they commute or they start with community college or all these things so it's like these four years and some people don't even go to college so it's like All of these paths are fine and it's important to recognize that everybody, as I said like a million times in all my episodes, that everybody is on their own path and of course, little disclaimer, if you've already graduated or you're in the midst of college and you're having a hashtag great time, obviously this doesn't apply but you know, it doesn't have to be, college doesn't have to be the best four years of real life because personally, I also enjoyed my fifth grade year, I also enjoyed my seventh grade year and I guess overall, you shouldn't want college to be known as the best four years of your life because obviously there were years before that that you might have liked and also looking ahead there are so many other things to experience in life like adult life that should be really exciting as well. And also to be honest no shade no tea but if a 45 year old is coming up to me telling me that their best four years of their life was in college then I'm gonna assume that you peaked at 22. JK JK but like all jokes aside I just want people especially if you are entering college or you've graduated college just to not put so much pressure on yourself to make these years the best years of your life obviously they're going to be really transformative years and you're going to learn a lot about yourself and how the world works but at the same time like if you're not enjoying it and you're trying your best but you're just it's not your vibe then it's okay because there's so much life ahead of you to look forward to and again like i thought high school was going to be like high school musical or like a disney channel original movie or you know i'm sure that the graduates last year didn't expect their graduate to be virtual because of a global pandemic you know what I mean so it's like don't put so much pressure on yourself to make these years the best years of your life and just know that where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be and it's a good reminder especially with the graduating class of 2021 congrats but yes again definitely check out Hannah's video it's going to be linked down below in the show notes it's what inspired this little section of the podcast and yeah that's it for me today if nobody has reminded you yet of this let me be be the first to tell you that you are beautiful you are loved and you are put on this earth for a reason i'm super excited to see how you impact the world in a positive light and there's no one else better to be but yourself so stay cool and i'm rooting for you and all that you do so thank you again for listening if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please remember to rate this episode in this podcast five stars it really helps me out and i will talk to you next week bye